Hello, this is Joe Rocha with the Brutal Truth for April 13th, 2021. I'm going to hit on the police misfortunes with these people. The lieutenant from the U.S. Army. Let's start with him. Alright. I'm going to say this and I'm only going to say this. I'm going to say it for all of them, okay? Let's start with him. He created his own shithole. When a police officer stopped him, he know he's a grown man. He should have known what he should have had to do. Undo his his seatbelt as soon as he was stopped. Slip over, undo your seatbelt. When a cop asks you to get out, open the door with your left hand, put your right hand out the window, and slide your ass out. No, he sat there and he challenged the cops. He challenged them. Why are you stopping me? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? He challenged him. He challenged that cop and that cop got pissed. Because he looked like he was one of those cops that, that, that's going to be pissed at the world because he's so damn fat and he looked like RoboCop. I mean, Jesus Christ. You see a cop standing in front of you with all this shit on him like he's RoboCop. You got you to say, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? Does he have a complex? I mean, just think about it. Think about the, the lieutenant's actions. Why am I being stopped? Why are you stopping me? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? Get your ass out the car. Be a man. Get out the car and talk to the cop. Talk to the cop. He was afraid because he was afraid of getting shot. Well, the bottom line, you get stopped... I mean, I don't know how many videos have been done over the last few years by black actors and actresses and black people. What to do when you get stopped by the cop? Get your seatbelt undone, stand there, and be honest with you. To be honest with you, I'm being honest with you. When I have a car, my license and registration and shit is up on the visor. It's not in the glove box. It's on the visor. License, registration, insurance. It's uh, it's in a little plastic bag that I have. And I put it on the visor. And if I have a vanity mirror, it's stuck up in that vanity mirror. That I don't have to get in the glove box and fiddle for everything. Alright? I don't know how many videos I've seen on black people telling their kids how to do this. He's a grown man. He should have known what to do. But he sat there and challenged the cop. And look what happened. The cop pepper sprayed his ass. Now the cop didn't have to pepper spray him. By no means. By no means he should have never pepper sprayed him. Especially in the vehicle. That shit, I mean that shit stings, it smells... I mean, it, it was wrong for him to pepper spray him, by all means. But he had a part in his own destiny there. By challenging the cops. Now let's go to George Floyd. George, By no means, George Floyd should have died with a knee to his neck. He should not have died with a knee to his neck. 
I'm being honest here. But George Floyd had a part in his death. To me, George Floyd looked like a happy-go-lucky guy. Everyone in their neighborhood liked him. He played with the kids. He was a big... Big goofy guy, basically. Well-liked by everyone. But, George Floyd didn't cause this to happen. The guy that was in his vehicle with him that refused to go on the stand because he has a Fifth Amendment right of self-incrimination, his pusher is the one that had a hand in this. Because if you look at the beginning of the trial and the guy from the store, he said he was going to take George Floyd's $20 and put it on his account and he was going to take care of it. He told George Floyd that. But the manager wanted him to go in the store and just talk about it. George Floyd refused to go in there because he was so fucked up and then the guy gives the, the, the kid from the store another $20 bill that was fake. Yeah. So the guy that was with George Floyd created this shithole for George Floyd. Okay? And like I said, George Floyd had a part in this whole thing. Because he was high. He... I can't... If I'm... By no means, I cannot understand why when they had him in the, in, the, in the back of that SUV with the cage and everything, why didn't they just hogtie him and put him in the back of the, the SUV and take him to jail? I can't understand why Chauvin decided to pull him out and put him on the ground. I can't understand that one. And then Minneapolis police, it's a Mutt and Jeff show. I'm looking at the video today. The vehicle they extracted George Floyd out of. I'm looking at some guy with jerry curls and everything dressed in red. Some chick standing there. They're going in and out of the vehicle. They're going in and out of the vehicle that George Floyd was in. That most probably had dope in there. The $20 bills. The fake $20 bills. Everything. Widening the police. Put crime scene tape around the whole fucking thing. Cut off traffic and everything. Go the fuck around. We have an investigation going here. They didn't do that. They did not do that. The dude that was with him wasn't even arrested. I'm looking at the trial. He wasn't even arrested. That makes me wonder what's going on here. Makes me wonder what's going on. I mean, I look at I look at TPD when they handle a crime scene. Man, you got the whole fucking street taped off. L.A. County Sheriff's got the whole damn street taped off. L.A.P.D. the whole damn street taped off. Phoenix, Mesa, everyone they tape off the scene for for a half a mile all the way around. Man, they got tape all over the place. Patrol cars all over the place. But Minneapolis just freaked me out. They didn't block any streets. They didn't do anything. I mean, what the fuck? And by no means, like I'm saying, George Floyd should not have died with a knee to his neck. It shouldn't have never happened. Now let's get over to Brooklyn Center. Okay, the guy had warrants. Felony warrants. 
you know, felony misdemeanor warrants, you're not going to take anyone to jail in COVID for that. You know, give them a ticket, sign them out, and let them go. I don't know why they decided to handcuff this guy. I don't understand that. He had his fire tags. Pull him out the car. Put him on the curb. Say, I'm impounding the car. That's it. End of discussion. Impound the fucking car and let him go on his way. I don't know why they pulled him out to handcuff him, but they made the fatal mistake. Pulling him out of the car and letting the door open and do it by the door opening of the car. You don't handcuff someone at the opening of their car. You pull them to the back of their car, put them on the hood of their car, or take them to your patrol car and put them on the push bar. And you handcuff them. Or you lay them on the ground, cross their legs, bring one arm back, bring the other one back. Cuff them like that. You do not cuff them with the door open. That's police patrol 101. Because you're creating a situation there that can go horribly wrong. Now this woman was a 26-year veteran of the police department and she wasn't thinking? You don't do that. I'm being straight up and honest with you. You do not do that. But then by all rights, Watson decided he was going to get back in that car and take off. So he created his own shithole. He got back in the car and he was going to take off. With one handcuff on him, he got back in the car and he was going to take off. I don't know how where he would have gone because he had one handcuff on. He doesn't have a key. People would be questioning why you have a handcuff on you when he goes somewhere. But that is so wrong. He create, like I'm saying, he created his own destiny there by getting back in that car. Because first off, I'm going to say this. He could have backed that car up and killed those two officers or he could have taken off. And the way they were situated in that doorway of the car, they could have been taken out. Reaching in that get them and stuff like that. He, they, he could have killed them by taking off. And the officer, that's a bullshit excuse about she thought it was a taser. You can tell the weight of a taser and of a of a gun. A gun weighs a hell of a lot more than a taser. It a hell of a lot more. A hell of a lot more than a taser. A hell of a lot more. She fucked up. They both fucked up. But then Watson fucked up by getting back in the car. My whole thing on this this podcast is these three people created their own shitholes that caused their death. But by all means, they should have never died for it. They should have never died for it. The lieutenant, he created a shithole. By refusing to get out the car. Why am I being stopped? Why am I... And he was afraid of getting shot by the cops. And he's sitting there arguing with the cops. 
Think about it. He said he's telling people he was afraid he was going to get shot by the cops, but he's sitting there arguing with the cops on why they stopped him. Fucking don't argue with him. Get the fuck out the car and talk to him. People remember. 99% of the cops are not bad people. And it's bullshit about defunding the police departments. Who are you going to call? Ghostbusters? Black Lives Matter? Or better yet, Proud Boys or Oath Keepers? To handle domestic violence or your missing child or something like that. You could call a white supremacist group to do it? No. You could call Ghostbusters? Nah. Black Lives Matter? Nah. You ain't gonna call them to take it. So stop the bullshit about defunding the police department because first off, you have chaos in the United States. You have chaos in the United States big time. Big time. Big time chaos. But I'll say it again. None of these people should have died. The lieutenant shouldn't have gotten pepper sprayed. Because I'm looking at that cop that pepper sprayed the lieutenant. Holy shit, he looked like RoboCop. He looked like fucking RoboCop. He had all this shit on his outer vest. He had a bulletproof vest and then he had a tactical vest on with all the shit on him he looked like robocop and you look at the other cop he's just got his plain uniform on but this guy had all the shit on him like what the fuck is this guy robocop and the worst part is he had a latino last name and he's pulling a black latino man out of a car and pepper spraying him that's really fine of him you know But like I said, all three of these people decided they were going to do something that triggered things to happen to them. And like I said, I'm going to reiterate. None of these people had to die by police hands. The lieutenant didn't have to get pepper sprayed. But they had a part in what happened to them. They had a part that would happen in their destiny. Yes, they did. You have to be accountable for your actions in life. Be accountable for your actions. I remember at last year before COVID started, I would go jogging with Sam every day. I go down Pima to Rosemont, Rosemont to Grant, and I say about three times I got stopped by Border Patrol. I don't know why Border Patrol was patrolling inside the city limits. And I had my Springfield XD40 on me, external, a, a shoulder holster. And each time they asked me, are you, are you a U.S. citizen? What the fuck am I, a U.S. citizen? No, I'm being less. I'd, I'd fuck around with them. I'd fuck around with them. No obligation less. And they're like, okay. Now I'm standing there with a gun on me. A big old Springfield XC40 with a laser sight on it. 
So then they asked me for my driver's license. I go, well, I don't carry it with me all the time. It's on my phone. So I tell him here. Boom, I get it. I, it's in my documents on my phone. I show it to him. Take it. There it is. D00214194. That's my Arizona driver's license number. Write it down. Go run it. But then, by all means, all three of them turn their backs on me. And I have a big old Springfield XD40 on me. I have Sam sitting there with a snarl on his face. And they turn their backs on a guy with a gun. Now, what is wrong with that picture? What is wrong with that picture? Tell me. Tell me what's wrong with that picture. They turn their backs on someone that has a gun on them. What's to say I wouldn't have pulled that gun out and just popped their asses from here to the King of Gum with 10 shots? Or 15 shots or 16 shots that I have in that Springfield. What's to say I wouldn't have done that? But they walked away from me with a gun on me and ran to their vehicles and ran me. Then they come back and apologize for what they did. But by all means, all three of them, all three of them, I talked to the Border Patrol sector persons. They fucked up. They should have never turned their backs on someone with a gun. I have friends at Border Patrol agents in Tucson, in Ajo, in Yuma. They said the same thing. Even in Nogales. Man, you don't turn your back on someone with a gun. But it was so funny. It was three different Border Patrol agents that done that. And like I said, you have to be accountable for your actions. You do something stupid, it's going to come back to bite you in your ass. Or it's going to come back to wind up you're dead or seriously hurt. But you have to be accountable for your actions. This is Joe Rocha. This is the Brutal Truth for today. Remember, comply when the police officer asks you to do something. You may not like them, but you know what? When you have to use them, you go down 9-1 and someone's going to show up. Keep that in mind. Your child gets molested, you're going to call 911. A cop's going to show up. Someone robs you, you go call 911. A cop's going to come. So knock that shit out of your head and understand it. They're a vivid part of the society. They protect and serve you. And like I said, 99% of the cops are not bad cops. It's the 1% that are total fuck-ups. Total fuck-ups. And to be honest with you, police departments need to start training officers now with a different mindset. As far as deadly shootings, they need to understand. They need to understand. You do not 
shoot someone to kill. Outfit your officers with a laser sight. You can shoot someone in the arm, in the leg, with a laser. Wherever you point that laser, that's where you're going to hit them. Plain and simple. And officers need to remember, once you pull that weapon, there's no turning back. There's no turning back. Once you pull that trigger, your life will be changed forever. One of two things are going to happen. It's either going to be a good shoot or it's not going to be a good shoot. But you will have that on your mind for the rest of your life. That you took someone's life. Remember that. Remember that. You will... You take someone's life, you have that on your mind the rest of your life. That's all I got to say for today. This is my podcast for April 13th, 2021. The Brutal Truth. This is Joe Rocha. This is my opinion. This podcast is protected by my First Amendment rights to the U.S. Constitution, freedom of speech. Open up a dialogue. Let's open a dialogue on this whole thing. Because like I said, police officers need to be trained a different way. They need to be trained towards society now as a social worker, not, not a robocop. Society has changed, especially with COVID. There's more people out there on the streets that are so mentally ill right now that don't have money. They're on the streets. You cannot be violent with these people. You got to learn to handle them. With Talk to them. You got to remember to do community policing. That's the key to police work nowadays. Community policing. Park your car, get out and talk to people. TPD cannot afford that now with 320 officers. Patrolling a city of almost 900,000 people. But. You need to understand something. You have to have respect for the cops, no matter how bad you feel about them. When they ask you to get out of a car, get out. They ask you for license registration, don't use the excuse you stop me because I'm black, because it has nothing to do with it. Because nine times out of ten when you get stopped, it's because you don't have a valid tags on your car, you're speeding. You ran a red light or something like that. So don't give the bullshit. You want to tape the video, video the whole thing? That could hurt you in the ass big time because it'll come back and show how stupid you were. And like I said, we all need to be accountable for our actions, for what we do. We need to be held accountable for our actions.
plain and simple. Plain and simple. Everyone have a good day. Remember, wear your mask, wear, do social distancing. In Arizona, if you live, Doug Ducey's a total asshole. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He's lost his mind. He's in another universe, in an alternative planet somewhere. He's still a Trumpster. He doesn't know what he's doing. He needs to understand that. Everyone have a good day. Bye.